0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 2070, How to Get Comfortable with the Discomfort of Parenting, by Krista O'Reilly davy DeGee with Erica ericalane.co. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to ORD, another parenting edition with me, Greg Audino. It's great to be with you once again, sharing a post that is written to help you be the best parent that you can. So without further ado, let's jump right in today as we optimize your life. How to get comfortable with the discomfort of parenting, by Krista O'Reilly Davy DeGee with Erica Lane Co. When my mom died, I was devastated. She was my safe space, the one person in the whole world with whom I felt completely safe and known. Her death woke me up and sparked in me a fiery determination to ensure that my own children received this same gift. My mom saw me for the fullness of who I was and liked me. She didn't try to change me or mold me into her image. She listened well and delighted in me. She was my best friend. I was hurting and angry when she left 15 years ago. I still needed her. But the only thing I could control was my decision to pass along her legacy to the next generation. I had a lot to learn. Parenting can feel like incredibly hard work at times, but it can help to remember that the parenting journey is not primarily about our comfort. It's about learning to love, about helping our children identify the gifts they are meant to bring to the world, and about doing our own growing up along the way. Here are five lessons I've learned over the past 15 years that can help us settle into the discomfort of parenting and enjoy the messy but beautiful ride. Number 1. Get Curious Our children tell us who they are from a young age if we pay attention. We can listen to their dreams, support them in their interests, and remember we are each a messy tangle of strength and weakness. The love languages, the four tendencies, figuring out their primary learning style, the Enneagram or Myers-Briggs are all imperfect yet useful tools we can use to become students of our children as they grow. Gathering knowledge and doing our best to honor each child's wiring can go a long way to helping everyone feel respected, healthy, and happy. Number 2. Enlist Help I've learned along the way the importance of allowing others to support us. It takes a village to raise a mom, after all. This is not a judgment on our abilities as moms, but a strength when we can remember that we don't have to do it all alone. Outside observers can sometimes see what we don't see. And the help we most need might come in the form of a speech pathologist, a teacher, a grandparent who babysits while we sleep, a medical professional, or a teary coffee date with a compassionate friend. And if all else fails, put the kids to bed, climb into your jammies, and curl up with a good book. Number 3. Focus on Connection When we capture our children's hearts from a young age, even as teens, they'll know we are a safe place. We need time to connect and have fun together. The rewards are great. We shouldn't pour out until we run dry, but I do believe we need to enter into their world, even when it feels hard, instead of expecting them to just adapt to ours. Our kids need to know that we like who they are, and that they matter. It was hard but essential in my parenting to learn to hold on to space for an upset child, yet not allow them to push my buttons or dictate my behavior and one of the healthiest shifts I made as a mom was to get clear on how I wanted these people to feel in our home, and then to very purposefully align my behavior and lifestyle decisions to this goal. Number 4. Make peace with messy. As physically tired as we may feel during some stretches of parenthood, it is the emotional challenges that can take us out of the running. Developing a healthy stress mindset and learning to be the boss of our own thoughts instead of letting them run the show is likely one of the greatest superpowers we can develop. We will be stretched. We need to let go of perfectionism in comparison with some imaginary mom ideal and choose to enjoy the messy process. But also on a more literal note, making peace with actual physical mess will serve us well too. And number five, be all in. We are often learning to do the work of growing up ourselves as we learn to parent. When we decide to be fully present for life, for the joy and all the painful bits, without running or numbing, when we deepen self-awareness and self-compassion, this spills over into our relationships and allows us to show up with less judgment and more delight. We are the primary role models for our kids. This means demonstrating what it looks like to say sorry and forgive, to do hard things and rise above. It means modeling self-care and offering ourselves the very same kindness we wish for our children. Developing a mindfulness practice that reminds us to pull our thoughts back from yesterday and tomorrow so we can be all-in today is a helpful mom tool. Our kids are amazing gifts, interesting humans hand-picked to help us grow. They delight us and change us in ways that we would never have imagined or chosen for ourselves. Embracing the messiness and challenges, all of the discomfort along with the joy, inherent in parenting, helps infuse our relationships with humor and compassion so that we enjoy this journey of growing up alongside our kids, and so that they grow up knowing that they are truly loved. And who knows, these people might just become our best friends one day. You just listened to the post titled, How to Get Comfortable with the Discomfort of Parenting, by Krista O'Reilly davy DeGee with EricaLane.co. And I'll be back with my commentary right after this. And a big thank you to Krista, who is a guest writer for Erica Lane, but also operates her own site, A Life in Progress, which we read from a lot too, all throughout the network, not just here. Now, I like what she had to say today, and I do feel as though a sixth item to add to this list, if there was one, would be to simply get better and get used to forgiving yourself. Um, Well, maybe it's simple to say, but easier said than done. You won't always feel all in. You won't always be okay with the messes, You won't always want to connect or to be curious. You will at least occasionally fail in these areas and more, many more. So it's important to allow this and to expect this and trust that for all parents, yourself included, these lapses in delivery are the norm. They're not the exception. If you're listening to this show and you're trying to better yourself as a parent, you are already doing what you need to do and then some. So, think about that, parents, as we conclude another episode of ORD. Like I said, you are doing a great thing for your loved ones just by listening. So thank you on behalf of them and on behalf of us at the network for tuning in. Have a great Friday, and be sure to come back over the weekend as well, where your optimal life awaits.